Miller, and Condon. Ken Miller. Oh, mama! Trent Condon. Score! This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Monday. It's Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO, Trent Condon, Ken Miller for the next couple of hours to talk sports with you. And thanks for tuning in here this morning. Coming up on the BMW of Des Moines guest list, uh, John Bowenkamp will kick things off. Iowa College Hoops as well as the AP uh, with John. Of course, we will... Um Put a bow on what we saw yesterday, the season we saw yesterday, and take a little bit of a look forward uh, as well. Do that with John Bowenkamp coming up here at 11.30. 12.05, we will pick Kevin Lehman's brain as to how San Diego State is going to keep it close tonight against UConn, who looks as though they're playing at a different level. We will see. It is sports after all. So is South Carolina. How'd that work out? Uh, so we'll talk to Kevin Lehman at 12.05. And then Nick Oson, uh, his regular spot, we will catch up on the comings and goings uh, at uh, Iowa State with Nick, football, basketball-related uh, Nick Oson on Iowa State at 12.30. Uh, what else we got? Whoa, I do know. We do have another thing we have to remind you of. It is back. Back again. It's time for the $1,000 home run contest. Uh, it'll start coming up here in about oh, 25 minutes. It happens each and every hour through the remainder of the local programming, uh, through our show, through Murph and Andy, and through The Drive with Heather and Sean. An opportunity each hour to win $1,000 simply by going to kxno.com and uh, inserting the keyword that we will give you. Coming up uh, here in about 20 to 25 minutes. Again, this uh, contest will be going on for the next few weeks, and it is not a text contest. It is a visit kxno.com contest. Back from Dallas. Yes, Barry. Where you sp- <laughs> so you, what time? So you got in your car. The confetti had fallen. Did you see it fall? Uh, yeah, well, on one of the screens is where we One of the screens. Yes. Don't blame me. So you got a little bit of a head start yep. getting out of your seats. Yep. So you're still in the building as the confetti. Confetti is falling, mm-hmm. um, and in the car, and take us from there. Walk back. We parked ten minute walk away. Mm-hmm. Hop in five twenty two. I want to say, and northward you went. Got out of there quickly, which I was happy with. Mm-hmm. Didn't run into and a the ton of storms that were supposedly going to hit the Dallas area. Oh, we got clubbed. Oh, did you? Uh, about forty five minutes north of Dallas, we got hit for a good hour and a half, and. For probably about an hour of that, it was torrential downpours. Wow. Going 55, 60, even mm-hmm. with the speed limit at 75. Mm-hmm. So it was coming down in sheets. But we persevered. We battled through. Made one stop somewhere in Oklahoma. Don't know where. Gas. Gas stretch. Stretch. Hit the pit, hit the head. Yep. McDonald's. Yep. That's what Ella wanted. Well. All right. <laughs> and on the road we went and pulled into the driveway at 3.37 a.m. Oh, my God. Ella fell asleep at what time? 10. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good for her. She was not real pleased about getting up this morning. No, I bet not. It was a long weekend. It was a great weekend. So enjoyable. So many great experiences and memories that that I will cherish forever. But yeah, long one back. A little bit bit slow getting around today. I bet you are. We'll be all right. I bet you are. Well, good stuff. Uh, glad you glad you experienced it with your daughter. Uh, Friday night was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, lost in the whole Caitlin Clark thing was Lisa Bluter and the job that she did. The, the coach, uh, the game plan, her, her and her staff came up with to take on South Carolina. Everything that happened uh, in the, uh, or didn't happen in the South Carolina game as far as how they were going to try and um, 
disrupt Caitlin Clark and uh, and Iowa happened uh, yesterday. So let's get into yesterday's game. I do want to save a couple of minutes for for the South Carolina game. Yes. What a special what a special um, time that everybody in the building and Hawkeye fans would have had as you finally knocked off an unbeaten team, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and Bluter coached Sean Staley. Yes, she, she did. She just outcoached her. Mm-hmm. So let's fast forward to yesterday, where Iowa was favored when they took the floor, and LSU's athleticism and LSU's physicality and the chip that they clearly carried into that game. I thought South Carolina was going to be sick of Caitlin Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, you LSU was sick of Caitlin Clark in the whole Caitlin Clark week season that she had, and they had other plans for her. The buildup in just the day in between in listening to the press conferences on Saturday, and LSU using the disrespect card, something that Kim Mulkey has used her whole career mm-hmm. and used it incredibly well. Yep. She's a great coach. She's a terrible person. We'll get into that. But hearing that and reading between the lines, I have never seen a team in any sport take a game plan that a team used against another opponent and use that for motivation against you. It was one of the most asinine things I have ever heard. But it It worked. worked. It worked. (laughs) But think of this. Well, you know, they walked Barry Bonds, and I'm Jeff Kent, and I'm going to be pissed off about their game plan. No. And that's even a teammate. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We saw what they did defensively against the 49ers, and that's disrespectful. Mm -hmm. We say as the Dallas Cowboys. What? Yeah. You're right. It worked. But should it work? Well, it did. Can't, can't you see through your coach's BS? Because that's what it was. No, they, 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 they didn't. They, they bought didn't. it. Um, I've, ne- I've never heard um, anybody use a team in their conference, a slight that a perceived slight in a different game, a game that doesn't involve them. I mean, this is like some somebody, when I plays Northwestern next year, pissed off at what happened in the Rutgers game in the, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks before. It, it was, but again, it, it worked. Um, Caitlin Clark was held, air quote, held to 30 points in the game. You know where I thought the game, one of the overlooked aspects of the game? Monica Sonano is automatic. Mm-hmm. Automatic. She wasn't yesterday. Right. She had one of her poor shooting. She shot 45% when normally that's in the 70s and the 80s. Yep. Uh, she missed a lot of shots underneath the, uh, underneath the rim, whether that was defense that, uh, uh, that they were throwing at her. Look, the, the officiating was, was just, I've never seen worse officiating. And it goes for both teams, right? Yeah, it was bad it, both It was ways. bad both ways. Yeah. Terrible. And, and here's what's disappointing about that. Is the casual fan that tuned in to watch that game yesterday? I'm not sure they stuck with it because it was a ref show. It was. It was just awful. The the the, the technical foul on Caitlin Clark. Um, the, the the calls that I mean throughout throughout the entire game you could you could kind of see it building right. I mean Reese's second foul. Come on, that wasn't a foul. Right. And she's on the bench too. But the stars who are supposed to be on the floor were not. It had to be taken out of the game because of foul trouble. Sonato's on the bench, and Warnock's on the bench, and Caitlin is on the bench. Um, that's not what you want to see. You want to see these athletes on the floor perform because there was a lot of folks who watched one college basketball game this year, and it was yesterday. Now, it's still going to do a massive number, right? but it had an opportunity to really set a tone as to, yeah, this is why this sport has arrived, and you're late to it, and you came to it reluctantly, but glad you're here. Let us entertain you, and that wasn't the case. So disappointing that it played out in that fashion. LSU was better. 
Yes, LSU there's was no the question. Team. This they, is not, they scored 102 points. Right, you got to get stops. Yes, and Iowa was not good enough defensively. No. at all in this game. LSU deserved to win this championship. Yes. If the game was called perfectly, LSU would have won right. the game. Right. They were the better team. This yes. is not sour grapes about officiating. No, Carson has the game of her life. She did. Hello, Randy Peterson. Just stuck his head in. Um, Carson, who had not scored a point in the last two previous games, she was seven for seven, including a bank at the end of the first half. She wasn't even looking at the rim. I don't think she was. She no. was just trying to get a shot away. That was in front of us. She was not looking at the rim. She just flipped it up there. Mm. Banks it How home. much did you pay, by the way? Uh, three seventy five. Oh, you got it cheap. Yeah, not bad. Because they were way more expensive oh, yeah. yesterday afternoon. We. When did you pull the trigger? About. Two and a half hours before the oh, game. So you waited until yesterday. Waited, yeah. We waited and, you know, we got in Friday night for 175. That's not bad at all. No. And same thing, just kind of waited and yeah. pulled the trigger at the yeah. right time. So we timed it out well. It could have been a lot worse. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that paid certainly north of that to get in the building, but what a Hawkeye crowd it was. Oh, uh, my that gosh. Was so much fun. Yeah. Friday night was incredible. Um, Saturday, I think a lot of people were laying low-key out of the people that I talked to that were there. I thought maybe might go to the Rangers-Phillies game. It was on the agenda, yeah. but we went to the Fan Fest uh, that they had set up at the huge convention center. Uh, we did that about noon, and it was a 3 o'clock first pitch. It was about 2.30. I'm like, hey, L, you want to go to baseball game? Uh, I'm kind of tired. And mm. this is a girl that has stopped taking naps when she was two. She does not take naps. <laughs> she went back and she laid down for a while. And we got back to the hotel room on Saturday afternoon. So she was pretty wiped, too. We were out, had a really good time on Friday. Yeah, course, it looked like it on Twitter. I think a lot of people, that. a lot of black and gold yes. wearing adorned fans did. <laughs> that was a really, really just fun moment overall. So, yeah, the Saturday didn't get the baseball game in. We'll, we'll get back down there sometime and be able to see that. But Well, and, and, and Trent, um, here's where I want to go next. Um, it is now incumbent upon the University of Iowa and the Hawkeye Swarm or whatever the collective is, because let's not be through, uh, around the bush. She's a generational player. Yes. And she's going to be at Iowa for another year. She needs help. She you needs she help. She does. She, she has to get help. And look, the transfer portal, what it is in the men's game, it's just as wide open in the women's game. So for the University of to take advantage of this Seriously, maybe once in a generational player because she's that good, and that's just not me saying this. Nancy Lieberman, who's been around the game for a... There's a bunch of Nancy Liebermans out there that will say exactly the same thing. Take advantage of her remaining eligibility and surround her with help, no matter the cost. No matter the cost, because this team was in the championship game, uh, a game where... Look, Sonano was taken out of that game. Um, Marshall got it, made a few shots, but get her some help. Get her, get her a Reese. Yes, get her, get her an athletic five. That's six uh, five. The the difference in height in women's basketball. Oh, it's is Trent, immense. It just jumped off the television screen. Going back to the South Carolina yes. game, two six five and a six seven. Absolutely, girl, what a difference that is. Find that six five post presence that has some athleticism, yep. coupled with what Caitlin does. The ability that Jan Jensen has, mm-hmm. look at what she's done. Oh, my God. Coaching post yep. players yep. and the footwork that they have. Mm-hmm. Monica Sanano, if you saw her earlier in her career, and if you thought she was going to develop into this, come on. Yeah. There's no chance you saw that girl as a freshman, and she's going to turn out to the woman that she is and what she played like in an all-Big Ten caliber player. Now, 
take somebody with maybe a little bit more upside, mm-hmm. and you put that there. And pay her. And, and, you, ha- and yes. you have to pay her. But right. this is on the University of Iowa, because you know what? They'll outsell them in ticket-wise next year. Right. They will. Yep. They absolutely will. This is an opportunity for the state of Iowa and for the University of Iowa. No, not the state of Iowa. Story County doesn't care. <laughs> I get that. And I shouldn't, by the way. Um, but do what you can, because um, the window is open, and it's not going to be open forever. Let's get a couple of calls in here, and then we'll come back to uh, opining on what we saw. Jeff and then JB. Jeff is first. Welcome, Jeff. How are you? Good. I hope you can give me a little bit of time here. Let's go back to Friday night. Mm. Third biggest, most watched game in college women's history. They're there for two reasons. To watch Iowa. Caitlin and Clark. And, Ka- and Caitlin Clark. That's number one. Yeah. Number two. Let's talk about this game plan that you guys kind of talked about. That that's a scout. Okay. They were exactly. gonna live they were gonna live with those guards shooting threes, which their percentage was low, mm-hmm. and they're gonna double and triple down on boss in their post. That's not disrespectful. So they caught a camera, a camera view, having Caitlin shrugging her off. That's no big deal. That's nope, bad. I agree. Okay, so let's move on. So they had a great game, a great scout. Caitlin played out of her mind. Forty, forty points. Back to back, it's never happened. Ever. Okay, so pregame, the coach, I don't, transfer, can name the coaches that you've had in your career. And pregame, they're saying, you know what? We're going to walk into a bar fight. We got to get after mm-hmm. it. We got to be scrappy. You're talking. That's 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 being disrespectful. No. That's being that's being racist. Okay, mm-hmm. those were the things that were that were going on postgame. That's ridiculous. And for for one of the better coaches in college women's basketball. Don, you can't just take an L. You can't just say, you know what, I will beat it. She's got to go off on these tangents and kind of just throw out these little these little clips for other coaches or referees or whatever about Iowa basketball. Come on, Don, that that's that's ridiculous. Am I am I out of bounds there? Or not at all. I, lost, I, I you okay. know I never paid attention to it. I didn't see that. I saw that she spoke and I didn't click on it. I lost it, 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 respect for her as a basketball coach on Friday night. She got circled. Time and time again by the Iowa coaching staff. I lost respect for her when she lumped in Lisa Bluter's comments about a bar fight was something that was overheard, according to Don Staley. Nobody has said this. She wouldn't say who said it about there were national media members that called them monkeys and thugs. And she equate and she also put in that conversation the bar fight element. That's unfair. And I know it. And I know it's got to be hard, but like I said before, just say, you know what? I got out coached by. I got out coached. She that. did. And, she and, absolutely and all, did. And all and all props to Iowa and the Iowa. And another shout out. How about Gabby Marshall in that game? Yeah, she yeah. didn't score. No. But you know what? She yeah. locked up those. Yeah. And did it sick. Yeah. And did it uh, right. And sick. 100%. And it's because she couldn't answer the bell on Saturday with the media mm-hmm. availability because she was back up in her room. Yeah, not feeling well. And so let's fast forward the last to yesterday. And Ken, let me ask you a question. You're watching basketball. Let's say it's LeBron James, Michael Jordan, or whoever. Don't you think they're going to get whistles? Yes or no? Yeah, because of their absolutely mm-hmm. because yeah. of their reputation. Okay. Sure, right. And they're and most of us are watching Michael Jordan because of Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, we're, we're not doing so, need to watch the referees blow the no. whistle. Agreed. So I just want to like again. Let's just touch base on the technical foul or when Caitlin has That's two awful. fouls. It's unbelievable to me that the referee. Okay, this is just my thought. The referees are there to, to call the game and to make sure nothing gets out of hand mm-hmm. and make sure they're not being part of the game. Let the stars play the game. Now, you touched based on Sanano, and yeah, that was one of her better games. 
Because they're too quick fouls, and they weren't fouls, Ken. But you know what? The whole first quarter, I'm not sure that I saw a foul, and there was, I don't know, half a dozen, a dozen calls in the first uh, 10 minutes of the game. The officiating was egregious both ways, Jeff. I I feel sick. Personality because that's her last game, and yep. you're going to be. We'll be sitting back ten years from now. She's talking to her friends. She's going to be like, you know what? My last game, I couldn't get into a rhythm because mm-hmm. I had two fouls. No, the, the ref. Right, yeah. the referees completely stunted that entire game. Jeff, thanks for the but, call. You got to move but, on. Appreciate it. They, it was terrible. The opportunity was there. They were trying to gain control of the game. I guess it was out of but hand. Was right it? Away. Did you think it was out of hand right away? Uh, not really. Kim Mulkey was right away. Well, that's her, though. From the opening tap. Mm-hmm. And but I'm not sure. Was she ever told to stay on the sidelines? Not once. There was not even yeah. a sideline warning. Right. She was on the floor more than Monica Sinatra And, and not just a toe over the line on no. the floor. She's five, six, eight feet on the floor. There was contact with an official. There yeah. was a grabbing at an yeah. official. As play is happening, she was on the floor in the first half as Iowa had the ball offensively, Mm -hmm. she was three steps onto Mm -hmm. the floor as Iowa's trying to run their offense. And the referees did absolutely nothing. No, it's the easiest way to clean things up. Technical foul. Stop it right there. And they were intimidated. They were completely out of sorts. There is no way that officiating Mm -hmm. crew should have been in that game. They Is that the best that they have? Is that how they get the gig? Are these the three best women's officials? Stuart Mandel, me, I'm pretty sure Kim Mulkey could walk straight onto the center court with a flamethrower, and they just politely ask her to move back. Yeah. And Mandel's right. It's absolutely right. It right. was an embarrassment. But you know what? Good coaches get that kind of treatment. Look at Tom Izzo. I hate it. I and don't. I, I'm not saying and, it, and I love you, it. This, this is not just a one-game nope. Sour Grapes Iowa fan about this. You've heard me for but years. But she is. I hate, college, I hate college officials that are intimidated mm-hmm. By coaches. And, 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 they, and she does that. Yes. I mean, Ariema, Summit, is Mulkey the next one on the list? Oh, absolutely. Right? There is I no mean, doubt. if you're an upper echelon coach, mm-hmm. Jeff just talked about the respect that some of the players get. goes both ways. The, the, the coaches get it, too. I listened to the post game, and there were plenty of media trying to tee Lisa Bluter up. And one thing that she mentioned, the most frustrated she was... And when she was asked about the officials... And couldn't have a conversation. Couldn't have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Kim Mulkey's over there acting like a moron. Well, I know. An it. idiot. She was an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Luther doesn't have is. the reputation. That's what it is. That's not the way it should I be. I agree with you, but that's the way it was you yesterday. You can act like an idiot on the sideline yep. and pound up and down yep. and be a moron and be on the floor yep. and get absolutely nothing. And Lisa Bluter wants to have a conversation. Nope, not having and this it. crew... Will not allow that to happen. And didn't allow it to happen. That is an embarrassment for women's basketball, for the NCAA. That is a huge problem right there. Don't disagree. JB, thanks for being patient. What's on your mind? Yeah, guys. And Ken, I think you hit this a little bit um, with LSU kind of creating the disrespect. But I, I we've been watching the tournament with my kids. The things that came up was uh, my kids laughed at me because – the reaction at the end of the game last night was the whole "you can't see me" from Reese, yep. right? Um, kind of in retaliation to Caitlin, right? Uh, but when you but she stalked her. That, that's the only that's the only yeah. difference well, is, yeah, it's, it's she, um, Reese stalked Clark to the other end of the floor, well, and for two minutes. And, and here's the thing, yeah, but my my kids explained to me uh, because we're old guys, we like to right. put things into that, that perspective of what we know. But they said that's like totally 2010. Yeah. Like you can't see me. If you go back and watch the that right? Louisville game, yeah. Iowa Iowa starts the second quarter face guarding Lee Van Lee, um, and she goes off. And at thirty seconds left before half, she hits a three in front of the Iowa bench. 
turns to the Iowa bench and makes that same motion, mm. but she's referencing you can't even face guard me. And I have a sneaking suspicion when Caitlin did that in the second half back to Van, she motioned that to Van Lee, was explaining maybe you should be face guarding me. And it wasn't the you can't see me. So it kind of, to me, if you go back and watch the tape, and I, I've watched it a couple times mm-hmm. now, Van Lee does that first. Caitlin's kind of responding to that. But that goes into the LSU creating that disrespect. Sure. They were, and credit to Mulkey. I don't like anything that happened, but credit to them for finding that motivation. Yep. Uh, but you're going to hear a lot of talk today, or we've heard a lot of talk about the disrespect. I think I think it maybe is blown a little bit out of proportion, and, and Reese kind of was reacting to something that didn't even exist. But that's the that's the atmosphere that Mulkey's created. And, and it certainly worked for her yesterday. Mm-hmm. JB, thanks for being patient. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. And you get back to us uh, uh, anytime. Look, it, it's part of it, right? We're, we're talking about that country is talking about women's basketball today. Yes. Um, Nancy Armour had a great column in USA Today talking about that. I didn't click on it. And it was talking about that we're just, we're not talking about women's sports. We're talking about a sporting event. Right. The men are playing angles. for their championship tonight. And I think if we, if we were working in Detroit mm-hmm. instead of Des Moines, we'd probably be having this conference. We'll get to the men coming up. Right. right? Yeah, absolutely. It was a phenomenal run for women's basketball. And, and no offense to Morris or to Reese. And I heard it out of the both of their mouths. Uh, they're not the face of women's college no. basketball, right? No. Th- there's one woman that played yesterday that's about to cash in on Madison Avenue like we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. She's got a couple of things going for her. She's incredibly talented, and she backs it up on the floor. The other thing, she's not Susan. This isn't Deb. Her name's not Mary. It's Caitlin. I need Caitlin's. Daddy, buy me Caitlin's. Yeah. I don't. Daddy, buy me Sue's. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> Dad, give me a pair of Debbies. No. Her name is going to sell as much as her ability to sell. She is. I don't know where the bar is going to be placed as far as how much she's going to be able to um, capitalize on this moment. And she's got another year to do it. And back to my point from a few minutes ago. This is incumbent upon the University of Iowa. You've got a chance. You've got a chance. Dan Patrick, at some point during the show today, said, you know what we need to see next year? These two schools, forget about the game on the boat with UConn and Michigan State. Yeah. This is what needs to be on the ship. Uh-huh. Put LSU and Iowa part due on wherever on a main stage. And you know what? You're in football season. I'll watch. You've got me. You've got so many people that did nothing about this sport. Knew about it, yeah, but you know what? It doesn't move the needle, so therefore, eh, if I don't talk about it, it's not going to be that big a deal. How can you not? This is remarkable theater. This is amazing how much notoriety women basketball got. And yes, LSU, you played your role, mm-hmm. but not to the extent of Caitlin Clark. Aaliyah Boston was a great champion. Tremendous. And a, an incredible, off the floor. And an yes. ambassador yes. for the game. Angel Reese, it's okay to have people that has her... Her gumption, her she she does a little bit different, and that's okay too. Absolutely, and Hawkeye fans, you can't be upset. Yes, what did it go a little too far? Yes, but what are the one of the reasons that Caitlin Clark is beloved? Because, because she loves this stuff. She has attitude. She has something. You're losing to her. by 15. Shut up. There's some sass that she has yes. to her, and that's what makes her the star but that she is. You know what, Trent? Let me take this one step further. You hear a word from Caitlin Clark that she didn't like it? No, not a peep. She said, not I was getting peep. ready to go in the I, head. I've never even heard it. Yeah. I was going to shake their hands. Yeah. Not a peep. That even elevates her stock higher. It absolutely does. That, that she didn't fire back. Oh, my God. 
I hope the family's getting good advice. Yeah. And this isn't some lawyer in West Des Moines, mm-hmm. right? A family friend who's got a little bit of experience. And go out and get the best representation you can get for your daughter because she's about to have the world by the tail. And so is college basketball. College basketball, not just the University of Iowa needs to capitalize on her. Mm-hmm. The whole sport does. Well, they have an opportunity because the TV deal is coming to an end. Oh. And they're going to, it sounds like the NCAA is going to split things up. So this is going to be a separate entity, as the men's tournament is. It is going to be different than what ESPN has had for years. They get it all. Mm-hmm. Lacrosse, field hockey, yep. softball, baseball, women's basketball. It's all in one package. No more. Yeah. And Caitlin Clark is a huge, yes. huge reason for that. Now, yes, is there some recency bias? Has it been building to this point? We saw, obviously, what UConn mm-hmm. has done, Tennessee. Cheryl Swoops didn't live in the internet, internet social media era. She, she was great. She was. She was incredibly entertaining. She had an incredible tournament uh-huh. 30 years ago. And right. It's been building, but they have hit this mark. Mm-hmm. And the opportunity is here. Continue this path because it is huge, like you said, not oh. just for the university, but for women's basketball. Madison Avenue that's in New York is going to love her. On top of it, men's college basketball, one done era. Yeah, there's it, no stars. That might be going away. If you're good, you're gone. Transfer portal, how different that has mm-hmm. made it. It has made it a difficult product. Mm-hmm. Now, college football, you got to be there three years. And right. we get to develop these stars. Right. And we're talking about Drake May and Caleb Williams already going into next yes. season. Yes. If they had rules like the NBA, they'd be in the uh-huh. NFL right now. And we'd be talking about them getting drafted here in a couple of weeks. That's what the conversation would be about them. Four years in college is a huge help also to the women's game mm-hmm. where you get stars they're going to be around, mm-hmm. and we'll get a chance to see Angel Reese against Caitlin Clark again. Wouldn't you love to? We'll have I would. an opportunity. The girl for Virginia Tech, she's coming back for another season. You have these stars that you can build around. It is a great thing for the game. It's entertaining to watch. Oh. And, uh, it, it was so fun to just see what this has meant for the game and something that you know I've called girls basketball games for decades now. Yeah. And to see the growth is something that I've always enjoyed. I've enjoyed girls basketball and women's basketball at the collegiate level for a long time. But to see this, I, I never thought we would be at this oh point. Oh my gosh, Trent. It, it's, we got you! Yes, and there's a whole bunch of other like-me's out there mm-hmm. yeah, that uh, that watch and follow and love sports. This is... Um, this is something that we I don't think very many people saw coming to the extent that uh, that this was. All right, let's get our first time out. Uh, time for another $1,000 home run. Oh, yeah, we got a sounder this time. Ooh. I like it. Head to KXNO.com right now. And since you're there, you may as well enter this nationwide contest by inserting the keyword check. Check at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Check KXNO.com. Stay tuned for another opportunity an hour from now and then every hour. I was going to say on the hour, but in the vicinity of this time, uh, right through the end of local programming here today. And then we'll do it again tomorrow. Dot, dot, dot. Miller and Condon underway on a Monday. It's Des Moines Sports Station. Do I have that read, Trent? 106systems.com. Sports Station 106.3 kicks, and I'll go one step further. First time in my life I've ever done this, ever even thought about doing this. I clicked on a way too early top 25 women's college basketball for next year. <laughs> you did? Yes. Where was Iowa? Four. Okay. LSU? Three. Put them together. <laughs> Let's lift the curtain with these two. 
picking up where they left off. Vatek in New the top officials. Five? Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, is Vatek in the top five? Yukon, Utah, LSU, Iowa, Utah. Indiana. Okay. That's South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Seven. Paige Beckers is going to be back next year for UConn. There's a name. They were really good this year mm-hmm. without their best player. Mm-hmm. Without their Caitlin Clark. They're right. still really good. Yeah. Iowa wouldn't have been able to do that. They're going to be loaded. Yeah. It's going to be a fun season. No, year. it is. Absolutely. Chances there, University of. Spend your NIL. Uh-huh. And you know what? Maybe, maybe you got to forego a, I don't know, slot receiver, whatever. I've seen Brad Heinrichs, the director of the Iowa Swarm, say initially, and, and what they work to do is about 80% of the pool is dedicated for football, mm-hmm. the general fund, unless mm-hmm. people want to dedicate it to one sport or the other. 10% men's and 10% women's basketball. So it's not like women's basketball is only getting 2%. They're already at the same level as the men's side. So right. the NIL money, it's going to be there. Well, and if it needs, to, if there needs to be more, write those checks. Write those checks. Yes. Because you've got another. The building's going to be full. The yes. building is going to be full night after night after night, game after game after game. John Bowenkamp will be there uh, for uh, his website, iowacollegehoops.com, or for the AP or for Hawkeye Nation. Uh, what a year, uh, John Bowenkamp. Great to speak with you. Obviously, the you? Uh, the ending didn't go as um, you know Hawkeye fans wanted it to, but they got there and left them a little taste and something to work forward to as far as trying to get back there next year. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think that, you know, this was this was an unbelievable run, and I don't think I, I think yesterday nobody really appreciated that when it was all over with because they lost. But I think you know in the days to come, I think people are going to look back and realize that this was a pretty big deal. I mean, they knocked off they knocked off heavyweights. Yeah. They they won tough games. They caught the nation's attention, and. You know, I mean, there are a few teams that do that, you know, and this one did. You know, if that's an LSU-South Carolina final yesterday, people are watching, but not, you know. Not the casual fans, John, not the casual, right? Right, exactly. And and, and so they they captured the nation. And Mm -hmm. so now it becomes, how do you build on that? And I I think that's what, but I will say yesterday, I, I like the attitude of, Let's not worry about that right now. Let's just appreciate what mm-hmm. we did yep. and enjoy it and enjoy the evening together and whatever and come home the next day, and we'll worry about that later. And I, I like that approach. want to uh, ask you about uh, a couple of women that I know you've interviewed a lot throughout the years. Monica mm-hmm. Sinano, uh, just as down-to-earth, easygoing, fun, fun girl, and McKenna Warnock, losing those two seniors, it's definitely a blow Warnock had to play inside probably a lot more than she wanted to and had to battle a lot against players that she was giving up three, four, five inches against sometimes in the paint. Those two women, what they meant to this program, and unfortunately seeing both of their ends come to a career, not on the floor, but having to do it on the bench. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's the thing. It's like, I mean, you think about Monica Sinano. She's a 2,000-point scorer. <laughs> you know, and and I mean, there a few years ago there was only one. You know, um, and and you look at you look at her career and what she did. The field goal percentage she led the nation twice in field goal percentage, and was second one year and third one year. I mean, that's that's a really good player, and that was a player that when she was a freshman, behind Megan Gustafson, you had no idea what she was going to mm-hmm. be, and she developed into a really good post player. Who, who, if she decides she wants to keep playing basketball, will make a lot of money overseas and will make money in the WNBA. 
I mean, she's just a really good player. McKenna Warnock was was quietly good for them. You know, I mean, she was that she was that she'll give you double figures and six or seven rebounds a night. And those kind of players are incredibly valuable to a team, and they're incredibly valuable to a team that makes a run to a Final Four. And I mean, she had the biggest offensive rebound of the year the other night. And so you look at what those two did. I mean, I, I don't think you can. You know, the numbers are there, but you can't quantify their experience, the, the experience they brought, and, and just what they brought the intangible to this team. And they will be missed. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. But and I agree with you. But that opens up the door, and I don't know what the scholarship uh, looks like for next year. What what they've got available. But, John, as you well know, we're in a different era of college athletics, right? And this transfer portal, uh, it's uh, it's bursting over in the men's game. I have to assume that there's a lot of women that are searching for their next opportunity. And we hear it in the NFL. I'll take less, but I want to go play with Patrick Mahomes because he's closer. I want to get that. I mean... Who doesn't? Who wouldn't want to play with Caitlin Clark? The way she distributes the balls, the way she sees the floor, it's incumbent, in my opinion, on the coaching staff, on the athletic department at, at the University of Iowa to do all they can to take advantage of this open window with a generational talent because that's exactly what she is. And this just isn't me saying this. This is people that have been around the game forever. Um, exactly, and so take advantage. Can they? Will they? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously somebody's going to have to leave because I, I, I believe they're at their. I believe they're at their limit right now. Mm-hmm. So, and, and but like I said, it happens. You know, people do leave. Um, so, so if you have that, then then maybe then you can go get somebody that you can go get a power forward. You can go get a post player. I mean, I, they're set there right now. I mean, I, I think they've got some talent. I mean, I think Hannah Stelke's numbers will go up and her minutes will go up. I think Addison O'Grady played really well in, in the backup role during the tournament when Sonano got into foul trouble. And we are now going, we would then see a nice NIL deal with the Chicago Cubs because you would have Clark and Addison. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. anyway, but but I mean, but I mean, but, but if somebody leaves, there's an opportunity for somebody who's really good at a school that isn't playing well or mm-hmm. is on the you know fringe to say, hey, I want to come there and play with her. I want to come and play with Caitlin Clark. I want to come and do this. So I, I, I mean, yeah, the opportunity is there. We just have to see kind of how in the next few weeks the, their roster kind of shuffles out. Because I mean, I, I'm sure it's going to be like everywhere else. Somebody, yep. somebody may want to go. You know, and Angel so. Reese was a transfer, right? She was. She, she was at Mary for two right? years, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. where she's from, DC area, and, and decided it's that not like she's a Baton Rouge gal going home. Nope, she was going to play with the yeah. Bayou Barbie. She took the check, and and and, and here she is. Oh boy! Exactly. So 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 it, certainly it could happen. Yep. You know, and yep. again, so it'll be kind of interesting to see here how in the next few weeks this roster shakes out and see where they're at moving forward. They've got a lot of pieces there. But if you can get a better piece, yep, you know, and, and and there's and there's a spot available. I think you do it. No doubt about it. John Bowen Camp joining us as we talk a little basketball. John, uh, the team, what they were able to do, the accomplishment, getting and playing for a national championship, something that hasn't happened for well an Iowa team since the men's team in 1956 against Bill Russell in San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco won national championship, kids, a uh, long, long time ago. <laughs> The capitalization of it, that's going to be huge. What about the work this offseason? I mean, Caitlin Clark is such a transcendent player. What more can she add to her game? Mm. Cutting down on that's turnovers? What, 
What, yeah, but, she's going to be I, working, I just, but but what is she working on exactly outside of just continuing to build on what is a great, great resume and great player? Yeah, and I, I do think the turnovers are the biggest thing. But again, that's what you get with her. Yeah, you know, it's like you, you know, so so you kind of understand that. But if she's also cutting those down by two or three a game, that makes this team really, I mean, even better. And I mean, this team was really good this year. So I think that's going to be the biggest thing. The biggest thing for me is is, is finding a post player for in for this team is finding a post player for Caitlin. I think it is just continuing to get that game. I think she has to get a little bit stronger. She got stronger in the offseason last year. I think she has to do that again this year. And I and I think she's going to realize that this is going to become, she's going to get a lot more attention Oof. this year. On the court and yep. off the court. And so there is going to have to be that, okay, how do you handle that? And you, you handle that by becoming, you know, I mean, she's, she's as mentally strong as anybody I've been around. But you just add to that, and she's got to get physically stronger too. Mm-hmm. She does, and and she needs um, a supporting cast around her. I think because yep. I, I truly believe this, uh, she's going to be inundated with opportunities, some better than others. Uh, and I don't know who if it's going to be a family decision. I hope they go outside the family to get somebody that that can help her capitalize on her fame, on being the face of. Women's college sports. Heck, she might be the face of college basketball. Period. Next year, right? Um, you know, I I cringed the other night when that ESPN camera followed her for it just seemed like forever back to the locker room, and yeah. I'm like, I, and I, I and I was sitting there, I was trying to put myself in her place, and I'm sitting there thinking, do I do I like run at the camera? Do I make faces? Do it? <laughs> and, and and I mean, that's something she is going to really have to deal with mm-hmm. in the next year. And it's just like, I mean, that attention just, you know, but she has proven she can handle it. And like I said, it's just a question of now it's going to grow exponentially. Yep. So that mental growth has to grow exponentially. I saw a uh, question. I don't know if you know the answer to this, John, but about the 2024 Olympics, if she decides that she would come back for a fifth year, are college players eligible to play in the Olympics? I mean, we, we haven't had that yeah. because we're talking about the men's game, and, well, there just hasn't been those guys. They had put Christian Leitner on there as they're making the transition from the college guys to the pros, and that didn't look very good looking back about it. But are they – you would think, right, that she'd be eligible to play in the 2024 Olympics? Yeah, I mean, USA basketball, I mean, they, 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 I mean yeah, they're going to they're gonna pick professionals but they're also going to pick the best players to go. Mm-hmm. And so I, I certainly believe she would be eligible. And so, again, is that something that's that. on her radar right now? Yeah, it's something that is, I mean, sure, it's something on her radar right now. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I, it would not surprise me if she comes back for a fifth season. It would not at all. Because she could leave with some numbers that I always thought the Megan Gustafson scoring number wasn't going to be broken. <laughs> Who? And it's going to be broken in November. <laughs> yeah. um, right. And and so if she can, you know, what she can do next year, and if she adds another season onto it, that record stands. I mean, all records are they say are made to be broken, but that one would be really, really, really hard to break. Yeah, that's Cy Young. That, that, that's one of those ones that's Gretzky assists. They're just untouchable. Yeah. No one yeah. will ever get to before. And I say who because it doesn't seem too long ago we were talking about you know one of the best players to ever play at Iowa, and this uh, Caitlin Clark has just taken this and just elevated it. Um, right. um, tougher ticket next year, men's or women's college basketball. 
Oh, I, I, I think the women will be. And again, I do too, let, by let's, long see, let's wait and see what, let's see where they're, where they're at in, in terms of their non-conference schedule at home. I mean, because I'm sure there's going to be somebody really good coming in. They have to, you know. But, I mean, I think she will play a lot of difficult non-conference games. I mean, I, I, that's the other thing. I think you have to capitalize mm-hmm. on that. I think you have to call a UConn or, yep. you know, somebody like that and say, hey, let's do a deal to play somewhere. Let's do, let's, you know, take advantage of this now. You know, and I think they will. I mean, I, I mean, you're still going to get your easy home games and whatever mm-hmm. else, but I think they're going to take advantage of it. But, yeah, I mean, everybody is going to be on this bandwagon next year. And so now they're going to have to live up to those expectations. And that's the biggest thing, I think, this summer is learning how to deal with that. Reese versus Clark to kick off. The, I mean, did you just see the opportunities oh, yes. here? Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, the opportunity. Oh, yeah. I, but, but, you know, again, I, I know Lisa Bluter may want to avoid something like that, too. Yeah. You know, but so, for I the mean, benefit of her program, I don't think she can because th- this is no, putting no, Iowa no. basketball on network TV for crying out loud. Oh, exactly, exactly, and I think that and that makes the deal. But I also think she doesn't. I mean, if she's going to look for anybody good to play, and and LSU may be on that list, I don't know. But like I said, I it'll be somebody. I think, yeah. and it'll be a really good game, and it'll be a really lot of fun. If somebody makes it happen, it will happen. Yeah. One thing uh, I did hear, uh, the girls took a picture with Ava Jones, who was at the Final Four. Saw that, yeah. And uh, that was really, really cool moment, and they thought it was really cool that she was there and snapped a picture with her. She is not going on a medical hardship waiver scholarship, though. She she still is working to come back. Now, here's the problem. A, the likelihood is not real high. Nope. I talked no. to uh, a medical member and at the University of Iowa and said the chances are minuscule that she'll ever be able mm-hmm. to be a Division One basketball player. But she wants to keep going and keep fighting. So the NCAA, there's no waiver request that you can put in. Once you're put on medical hardship, you are never eligible to come back and play college basketball again or college athletics mm-hmm. again once that happens. And Ava Jones still wants to try. I was in a scholarship crunch because they're full. They don't have anything available. Yeah. And Lisa Bluter, this is another tough thing. And how this team is built, and you see the circle that they have before every game. It's, yeah. it's a family. Right. Lisa Bluter's not the kind of person to run somebody off. Right. But it's going to have to be you some real conversations, to. right? You have to. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah. It, I mean, but, I mean, you may also have some players. I mean, there were, there were some players this year that, that were, were really good players that mm-hmm. just didn't get a lot of playing time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're adding Kylie Fuhrbach back, right. who was injured all last year. So there may be players that just look at the minutes and look at the numbers and say, I want to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so the, the problem, I think, alleviates itself. Um, but you're right. I, it, it's a really hard conversation to have. And, and especially when you've got a lot of kids who have been there for a while that are close to getting a degree, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, what do you do? It's that is going to, again, another problem. I think uh, another situation, I think that will resolve itself here in the next few weeks, but it is, I mean, there may be some conversations to be had somewhere. I don't know. John, uh, you, you've seen a ton of women's basketball. It's my final question for you. Is, is the officiating sure. is, is piss poor as it was yesterday? I mean, is it, Oh yeah. if these oh, are the yeah. be- three best, <laughs> I mean, is it that bad night in and night out? I, I had a friend of mine who was going to be working at a, at a Division One lower-level game as a PA announcer. He's like, what can you tell me about women's basketball? And I said, the officiating's terrible. <laughs> and so he sent me a text the other night, and he goes, I just, re- I goes, I just remembered that, that advice you gave me about how terrible you've yeah. 
And when you saw Division One coaches yesterday tweeting out, and I retweeted the one from the Western Illinois coach, mm-hmm. of what was a technical and what wasn't, they even know how bad it is. Yeah, and I, I want to I want to clear this up. This is not me saying that Iowa lost because of the officials. No, Iowa lost no, because no. they gave up 102 points. It was bad no, no, both but, ways. But it's just but terrible. The, the one thing that was really alarming to me was Lisa Bluter saying, I couldn't have a conversation yeah, yeah, with them. Yeah, yep. And I watch enough men's games to know the conversations that go on yeah. among coaches and players and, and, and officials. There, if there's none of that in a national championship game and you're letting that stuff go on, that is really poor game management by the officials. John, we're over I, on time. i got to let you go, okay. but you, you you make a strong point, and you made a lot of them here today. We never even got a chance to talk about your struggling Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh, They're not struggling. They're fine. So. <laughs> See you, John. We'll talk down the road. Thank you, John right. Bowencamp. Have a good one. Yep, you're the yep, same. Yep. John Bowencamp uh, from the AP and, of course, iowacollegehoops.com. Come back, finish the hour. Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.9. <laughs> Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, final couple of minutes, hour number one. Welcome back. It's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Another keyword coming up. Uh, in the next hour, keywords are back. Chance to win $1,000, kxno.com. Once you get the cue to call, and uh, these things will happen uh, every single hour through local programming uh, from 11 uh, right through the uh, 5 o'clock hour on the drive with Heather and Sean. So just real quick, um, do you think we get a good game tonight? No. I don't either. Sadly. It's... It's difficult to envision it, right? The way UConn is playing, yeah, they're just—they just seem like they're on another level. They really do. Oh my gosh! I mean, it was at the the um, um, the FAU San Diego State game was by far the better of the finishes, mm-hmm. just because I mean Miami didn't look like they belonged on the same floor, and they were pretty good. But they play well, right? Bit number one seed. Uh huh. They they're playing at a high level, and it looked like the varsity versus the G. They really did. What's the number? It opened at six. Seven and a half. It's up to seven. Does it stay there, do you think? Well, I'm on UConn, and I was thinking this morning, what would it take for me to take a San Diego State bet? I got to nine. Mm-hmm. I mean, nine is my buyback point, and it's not going to get there. I don't think it's going to get there, no. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be laying it with UConn. There's a little preview of an hour mm-hmm. from now as I'll be making my picks for the day. But, yeah, absolutely. They're just... They're so good. Watching Sonogo and hit those shots early on. You see something. But the monster that he is inside. And San Diego State, really good defensively. Mm -hmm. Good defensively at the rim. They are, I think, 22nd in the country in in post-defense. They play at a high level. But with that, are we going to see Mensa stay on the floor? He hasn't been able to. No. He can block shots and he can make some. But he's been plagued with foul trouble. And that's what happened against Florida Atlantic. And they came roaring back. They're down 14 to Florida Atlantic. Yeah. Now they're going to go and beat UConn? No, if they get down 14 to UConn, it is Jeez, over. Yeah. Speaking of over, um, Jim Nance, this is it for him here tonight. Oof, thank goodness. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you in a lot of ways. It's just, um, you know, it's an end of an era. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, did he take over when Brent Musburger was fired on that April? Wasn't he fired on April April 4th? 1st, yeah. Right? Um, and Nance took over at that point he and did. has held it since. Boy, he's seen some basketball. Yes. Holy mackerel, he's seen some basketball. All through the 90s, the 2000s, yeah. the 10s, and 
Thought it was going to culminate in his hometown or where he went to college in Houston. Houston, right, right. Cougars aren't there. Nope. Which isn't bad. So what's what's the send-off line? Is he going to go with the goodbye friends? Is he going to end it with that? No, because he is it's so not, cheesy. Yeah, you know, he is. But it's not goodbye because we're going to hear him in Augusta at the end of the week. But for basketball. Um, I, I'm. No, I just think That's just, the betting favor of how it ends. I just think he ends it. I just, it's just... Him? No, because he's had his moments. They brought as him, hokey of a broadcaster as we have, and he's going to go off without... Well, they brought him to the set. and they're, By the way, that, this is an incredible, talented crew. I'm so glad that Greg Gumbel's not sitting in that chair. I don't like him. I never have. Um, give, give me the guys, and that's what we get, right? The Jet, and even Clark's growing on me a little oh, bit. Because really? I was never a Kellogg guy. Took a while. Yeah, he's but been there for a long time. He's been there for a long time, but uh, when they brought the NBA guys over, that's just it just made the show what it is, I think. Yeah. So I but point being is they brought him on and they re- reminisced a little bit and he got to thank everybody that he wanted to thank. So just sign off. Just one shining moment. Be ready, it won't happen. See an Augusta on He's got something. You think he does? He's got something up his sleeve. All right. Well, we've got uh, Kevin Lehman to help us out with this game. We've got Nick Gosar. We're going to talk some Iowa State, catch up with the Cyclones. They making any portal moves. Uh, spring football rolls on as well. We will talk to Nick about all things Iowa State at 1230. Trent's plays of the day that he alluded to. Circus Sports sponsors those. Those coming up about 10 to 1. Miller and Condon. Hour number two is next. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO.